0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select Campus miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
1: Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's tirerack.com, 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 the way tire buying should be.
0: I'm Vioza and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a podcast. A podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen.
2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.
1: Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oral Hi, buddy. Yeah. Tonight, night seven of the NBA playoffs. And so far, <laughs> you got one good uh, game out of three. Yeah. Well, well so far, anyway. It, you know, mean, I'd like
6: to sing two out of three ain't bad, but uh, it's going the other way right now.
1: Listen, Dak Prescott with a touchdown pass uh, to CeeDee <laughs> Lamb. Dallas now leads Los Angeles twenty to six uh, yeah. so far. Matthew mixed, Stafford uh, limited to just A. two A. field May goals. That makes them large, though. Uh, you know, you never know, but but you can go for two now, so uh, you know, so it's okay. Uh, yeah, boy, I don't know what happened pregame for the Clippers and all this talk <laughs> the last couple of days that hey, are you know the, the 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 listen, the future of the Clippers is on the line. I mean, believe it or not, the future of the Clippers, everything is at stake for them. They lose this series, and suddenly. Kawhi Leonard could go. Paul George could go. It's going to be a complete makeover. Ty Lue could go. Well, Ty Lue uh, has to. I mean, they, they can't
6: fire him because they just uh – doesn't well, well, sure they can idiotically promoted him. So do <laughs> you, you want to be? It's like, damn it! What did we do? Why did we hire that guy?
1: I mean, everything could change Ugh. for the Clippers. Everything, everything, and, and good luck trying to remake this team. If you realize that, okay, we're just going to try to remake it with a couple of new stars because clearly Kawhi and PG didn't work. And all. Uh, hey, but no, right now we got to do it. Right, right now we got to do it. Everything is at stake and they come out in craptastic fashion. (laughs) Dallas leads it again, 20-6. to They started out the game on an 8-0 run, and uh, Dallas has been in complete control. Luka Doncic already has 11, including three threes on the night. Porzingis has six. Not many guys have scored. I mean, it's really, it's been Luka and Porzingis. That's been it, but this is about as embarrassing a start as it could get for the Clippers. When when you know everything is on the line, you expect, okay, and, and you know Dallas went into this game and they said to each other, Hey, they're gonna give us our best shot in the first few minutes. We really gotta withstand their shot because they're angry. They're gonna be like an angry nest of hornets, right? We gotta we gotta get by. Their best shot's gonna be in the first five minutes of this game. We gotta weather it. And instead, they're up by fourteen. And the Clippers it, it, it's like they know it's over already.
6: You know what? I, I really, it goes back to the after game two when everybody was saying, Oh, we're not worried. Maybe they don't care. Mm. Maybe they've already realized this team's not good enough to win, so they, they're at a, at a different level where emotionally they don't have that lift. And, look, it's the NBA. We'll get a run in theory at some point, but it, they came out like a house, house of fire did the Mavericks and, and, and Luka Doncic, as you said, 11 points, but also three assists on the other three makes. <laughs> I mean, it's just incredible just off the jump making plays, and, and the spacing, right? Porzingis shot a three-pointer, and after he let it go, he looked around like, where the hell's the defense? And that's the question with this Clippers team, right? That you, you've you got a guy in Kawhi Leonard that had all the accolades. Uh, do we strip them all away now? Was he was he not the defensive player we we made him out to be all this time? Because that's part of his game has certainly disappeared in this series and early here in the first
1: Every part of the Clippers has disappeared. Every yeah, single out. part. Why, why limit it well, just no, to Kawhi well, Leonard's it, defense? Well, Everything I wanted to go to the, the thing that was supposed
6: to be his his calling card. Look, I had no expectations for Paul George. Zero. Okay, those were already gone, uh, and Lou Williams was beating your team today, but we'll get to him in a minute. Uh, but it's it, you, you look at the, just from an effort perspective, you know, and, and we talked about the last week of the season that everybody's harped on quite a bit. When you lose to Houston and Oklahoma City and, and bench guys, maybe the thought was, hey, we, we should be able to beat these uh, cellar dwellers without our stars, given the extra rest, or maybe it was the avoidance of the Lakers, whatever it is. Uh, you, you got Dallas pissed off, and, and maybe they all lost money in Dogecoin because Mark Cuban, you know, invested for them or something. I don't know, uh, but either way, they're they're coming up with such a lackluster effort from what was the the whole slogan. Streetlights now, look, over spotlights, look, baby. It's, come
1: on. It, it, look, it's early, and I understand that it is the NBA. It's early, and there's yeah. five minutes to go in the first, and it's 28-11. Uh, another touchdown by Dak Prescott. Yeah. Uh, boy, he's got three today so Steve Ball, far.
6: Steve Ballmer looks like he may have a coronary. But, but just, just think
1: about that, where you lose your first two games at home, and you know everything is at stake, yeah. and you come out like this. And you come out and, and, and basically look like you're running in mud and you watch the Mavericks just do everything and anything they want to do. And Luka Doncic, who you know you have to take care of. This is a guy that you got to play physical defense on and you got to make him earn things. And instead, he's able to do whatever he wants to. I mean, this is where everything I see from the Clippers has been a fail. And I'm never going to pick them to get to the NBA championship again. I mean, I picked them to get there against the Bucs. I feel great about the Bucs, but my goodness, man, <laughs> I'm never picking the Clippers again. I mean, this is, this is where everything the Clippers need to do, they have not done. Right, you got to come out big when you're down two zip. Nope, we're gonna we're gonna try to fight back from 17 down here in the first quarter. Wow, I mean, like I said, it it is the NBA, and you never know. But this is an awful sign for a team that's supposed to be desperate, and and to know that okay, Luka Doncic is the one that's been working you the last two games. He has done everything. He's done anything he's wanted to do. Yeah. This is where you get physical with him. This is where you got to treat him like the Suns treated Anthony Davis. You have any he gets the ball, you got to body him. You got to physical him. You got to try to get him frustrated and instead, hey, guess what? I'm hitting threes, I'm spinning around, I'm I'm getting in the lane and nobody's hitting me and I'm able to do whatever the hell I want to. I mean, that that's really the the most shocking part and already Doncic is able to sit. Well, exactly. I just watched him walk to, to the bench. It's he's like able to sit. Hey, we're up by 17. Let left me some in rest. First, yeah. and he's already got the rest. shooting
6: shirt back on and yeah, he's yeah. sitting down.
1: I mean, this is uh, this is such an epic fail so far. By by the, the the Clippers like not that they're they that they've that they are not ready, but it's like they're they're playing kind of going through the motions a bit. All right, we're gonna go out there and try to give it a go and see how it works. And instead, uh, oh boy, we need, really need to match the intensity of the other team, and that's not happening. But, you but you that's know, the but, one thing. But, but it's two I, years, Jason. It is. Remember, but it's last a, but, year was all, it's all a the you are right, gonna get right? It
6: right. But it was well, but still the same base, and you just moved the coach down one seat. <laughs> but that's I can't stress thing, that? that enough that that that's the thing whatever you think of the roster shakeup, right and I, I mentioned Lou Williams and, and his nine points for the uh the Hawks tonight against your Knicks um Shuffling those guys out and saying, all right, we had bad energy, you still hired a coach that you were complaining that the staff didn't know what the hell they were doing. So Steve Ballmer, every look that you get of him on the sideline, and when juxtaposed with the absolute jubilation of Mark Cuban, it's two years in the making. The same thing, the same lack of urgency, the same lack of cohesion, and... Injuries are what they are. Load management, whatever deal with the devil you made with Uncle Dennis and Kawhi Leonard when he came to town. You've never seen this team get to that level that everybody anticipated. And maybe us cursing them out on national radio, uh, something goes into the universe and works. Otherwise, what you need to do is you need to do a total cleansing Right? I got people that are deep into that stuff. Uh, I can get them to go and, and try to do the cleansing because whatever, whatever's still lingering from the Clippers that were, man, it, it's evident here with uh, about four minutes left in the first quarter.
1: I mean, it's it's embarrassing to watch what's going on with the Clippers right now. It is absolutely embarrassing. I mean, I'm I'm never going to fall for them again. Not that I have to, because after this year, Kawhi's going to say, "Hey, matter. I'm out, yep. man. I'm leaving. I'm done. You know, I, I, Knicks, I gotta go." Heat,
6: Warriors. Yeah. Paul Lakers. George is going to say,
1: "Just trade me again. I don't care. You know, just trade me." Again. But that's I, the I really point. Is now we have to take them at their word that they don't it care. They're not worried. I mean, it, it's it's a it, it's a case of that they could just be a team that never gets it right that for the longest time they're right on the cusp and they've never gotten it no matter what the invention of the team was whether it's the big three with Blake and Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan whether it's we're bringing in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and then we have Montrez Harold and Lou Williams okay now scratch that we get rid of those guys and we still build around Kawhi Leonard and Paul George but we have a new head coach because Doc was the problem I mean look the the Clippers are just going to wind up being that team that it never works for I mean they could wind up that could be be their legacy is that boy they just never could get past that point where they were supposed to get and watching them start tonight and especially start the game not physical and allowing Luka Doncic to do whatever the hell he wants to. I mean, that's the biggest thing that stands out to me is that, you know, you got to get on him and body him and make sure that you make him uncomfortable. And instead, he's hitting threes. He's spinning around in the lane. I, mean, I really it's, it's amazing to see that. And it's such a big lead that hey, I'm going to sit for the rest of the first quarter. Now you don't need me. You'll hold on to this lead. It'll be like a 13 point lead when I come back in the game. Then we're going to start kicking their ass again. I mean, that's really what it's been for the Dallas Mavericks and the Clippers. And I feel awful that I picked the Clippers to go to the finals. I really do. I mean, as well, good as I feel not about the Bucks, are as, right as I do
6: over on my, my side of things on the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but that's you okay. Know. It's
1: like you and I in the East. It's like opposite. You were good in the West. I'm good in the East. That's why we do a show together. Because well, it works, it, right? I was great in the East. You're great in the West. I suck in the West. You suck in the East. It's okay. We're well, like no, chocolate I, and I, peanut I, butter. It works. Yeah, but I, t-
6: I took my shot with a, a, a real dark horse as opposed to, hey, everything's going to work. Because remember, uh, in the hose. Bracketology, FoxSportsRadio.com. Everybody picked one of the Laker teams or one of the LA teams, Lakers or or Clippers, uh, to reach the the finals. Uh, I was the lone lone wolf outlier, and I was mocked roundly. Mm. And right now, I really should be mocked roundly for the no show of the Miami heat, but who knows crazy things happen, right? I mean, right now we got a game in Boston. We'll see if uh, Jason Tatum can score 65 to get them there uh, to a victory, but it's uh it's a lot of basketball to be played. What is it? A lot of golf
1: to be played, a lot of here, golf left. Saying. Like my dad would say, yes, a lot of golf left, a lot of golf. Uh, yes. Right now in that game, we'll get back to Dallas and, and the Clippers. <laughs> if it gets competitive, uh, we, now we take you away to a more competitive game, <laughs> right? Like I'm doing the Jim sure. Nance. Nice. Uh, So with this game, 31-3, Patriots over the Jets here in the third quarter, we're going to take you to a more competitive game where the Steelers and the Titans are 21 apiece here midway through the third quarter. Let's go to Greg Gumbel, who's got the call. I mean, we go to a more competitive game. Uh, The Celtics actually have the lead right now over the Nets, 79-75. And yeah, Jason Tatum may have to score 50. He's got 29 right now to lead all scorers. But for the Nets... KD's got 27, Harden's got 21, Kyrie Irving having a bad game, he just has six points, but this is how talented the Nets are in that, hey, you could have two stars playing well and you're still going to hang with a team when they're clicking on all cylinders because, look, the Celtics are shooting well, they're shooting from three-point range well, they're shooting, they're hitting their free throws well enough, they're doing everything well enough about as well as you think they could play, and it's still just a five-three-point game uh, as we sit here in the middle of third quarter because when you have two superstars, like KD and Harden, hey, as long as the two of them are playing well, the third one doesn't have to. You know, if if Kyrie was having a big game too, the, the, the Nets would be leading this game by twenty points. But it, as it is now, you have two or three playing well, and it's a six point game.
6: Oh, that's it. I mean, they're still shooting fifty percent from the field, right? Thirty eight from three. Uh, it all matches up pretty evenly, uh, as, as you, you might want. Uh, and the fact that all three guys are playing is is still just a, a, a win uh, because it gets closer to that 50 number.
2: Because mm-hmm. I, I forget
6: what the bet was uh, for the total run of this squad. But either way, uh, the, the, they're, they're deep into the, the third quarter, and we're watching James Harden getting into the lane as he wants, but dishing the ball, right? He is your point guard. At some point, they just need to swap those titles, right? They they don't work anymore. Uh, it's fluid, uh, but expect Irving as he's done, as he's want to do in the fourth to be more active offensively. I I don't know that the Celtics have enough to withstand it. <laughs> One more surge could take them down. Because I mean, look, but you got another double double from Tristan Thompson.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, the no, that's happened? true. He's still in the league, man. He's still he's showing everybody every night. I'm still in the league. You well, thought was I was gone. I'm for a,
6: another reason that we'll talk about later. am still in the uh, league. Yeah, just but Kemba Walker available for the game. Just two points on one of eight shooting. That that's mm. the one you hang your star on, right? Is back in the lineup, but he can't give you anything offensively.
1: There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. Law enforcement are writing tickets, so why take the risk? Do the smart thing, start buckling up every trip, day or night, click it or ticket, paid for by NHTSA. Well, that game is getting closer now. The uh, L.A. Clippers have decided to wake up a bit. They have cut the lead to five. Luca has had to rush back in this I game. I tell you. Uh, suddenly the Clippers catch fire, and you got nine from PG and nine from Kawhi Leonard. Okay, so maybe we, we just spurred them on there. It wasn't anything well. that, that Ty Lue said before the game. Uh, we just spurred them on there by our saying how how craptastic they were playing. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Uh- Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, 877 6369 the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, 32-27 this game, uh, and now starting to get a little physical with Luka Doncic, so maybe they are just listening. I think, that, I think that's what it is, Mike. We did the show. We started. Ty Lue is listening in his earpiece going, oh, man, I hear what Jason and Mike are saying. Okay, we got to get physical with Luka. We got to do all these things. And now here they are back in the game. They, uh, we could be the head coach of the, of, the, uh, of the team right now. We could be the head coach of the Clippers. <laughs>
6: Well, gets called for an offensive foul. And then after the play, Pat Beverly decides, hey, I'm going to keep playing defense, even though the whistle's blown. So Luca shoves mm. him off. And, mm. and now, you know, the usual Luca talking to the referees continues.
1: Need to hire people fast? Indeed can help you beat the clock with powerful hiring tools like Instant Match. Just sponsor a job and Indeed will send you a list of resumes from Indeed's database on the spot. They also have 135 skills tests for things like computer proficiency or customer service talents. So you can find the right candidates faster. Did you know 10 hires are made every minute on Indeed? Just goes to show when you need people for work, Indeed works. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com. Slash credit. Well, coming up next, we got more from the NBA. Tomorrow may wind up being the last game an NBA star has with his current team. I was waiting for the Cleveland. Cleveland! <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? We'll tell you. It's coming up next right here
5: on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires.
4: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon.
3: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
7: MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what?
5: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason
1: Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Clippers and Mavericks now end of the first quarter. Hey, the Clippers woke up. 34-31, Mavs with the lead. Uh, hey, Coming up, we got some more on the NBA because uh, tomorrow is going to be likely the last game one star player has with his team. And uh, I don't mean like, oh, he's going to be a free agent. No, this might just be the last game because they're going to have to trade him at some point very, very soon. But before we get to that point, joining us now on the hotline for all the big news in the National Football
8: League. Go he is sex, dudes. All right.
1: a longtime NFL insider. He is the editor-in-chief at Fansided.com. He is a pro football Hall of Fame voter. He's the daddy. And he is author of the new book, Tebow, A Relentless Life Pursuing Tight End in Jacksonville. I love it. It is Jason Cole. What's up, J. Cole?
8: Isn't he pursuing, like, the Taysom Hill job? so that he can pretend he's a quarterback. Like, what's going on?
1: Do you think if at the beginning of the season, if the very first play when Trevor Lawrence runs out there at quarterback, if Tebow runs out there at quarterback too, who's Urban Meyer going to say to come off the field? <laughs> God, Tebow's got the...
6: bigger guns. He'll take who's him down. He gonna say?
1: Who's he going to say come off the field? Come off
8: the field. <laughs> <laughs> does, he, does, he have, does he have it in him to say, Timmy, no. This is like, <laughs> in the most gentle Urban Meyer way as possible, Timmy. It's, mm. it's not time anymore. You've got to come <laughs> over here and stand next to me. You can't play anymore. <laughs> what does it say to Tim Tebow if he doesn't, if, if Urban Meyer is the last person who cuts him?
1: It's not, it's not going to get to that point. He's going to retire. That's when he retires from Because that's this whole thing is gonna be. He's gonna be back, he's gonna get publicity for a little while, then okay, it's kind of He's done. never
8: quit he's never quitting. He's he's never. gonna retire. He's never quit well he'll retire if Urban like says, Tim, it's not gonna work out, you know, and then he'll sit there and say, Well, maybe I should retire. That might happen. But he's really going to hear from Urban Meyer. At some point in time, he is going to hear from Urban Meyer. I'm I'm gonna have to cut you, Tim. Like that's like that's gonna happen. That's what Tim, that's what Urban Meyer has set up at this point in time. That he's gonna cut basically the 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 son that he never had, Tim Tebow, <laughs> and the guy who sta- the guy who saved him from all of the stink of every terrible UF human being that he ever recruited.
6: That is true. Uh, but do you take the oh, over absolutely. or the under on Tim two Tebow, and a half touchdowns? Tim Tebow
8: is the greatest deodorant in the history of humankind.
6: <laughs> well, that's I mean, I a subtitle that. for a book. It no, is. no, I think that's a new Tim product.
8: Tim Tebow, Tebow deodorant. The greatest deodorant of all times. Yeah,
1: Tebow deodorant. That's what it is. Hey, hey, everybody, we'll put you on your TB12 pajamas, but before you do that, put on Tebow deodorant,
8: and you smell fresh like a Heisman Trophy winner. He's the godot. <laughs> <laughs> you don't notice any of those gun-toting teammates. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right, That's... let
6: me move on to happier things. Uh, Julio Jones, do you buy that there's a first-round pick offer out there?
8: Yeah, but it's from a team that is from, like, Kansas City. So, like, it's pick. It's probably, you know, the 31st or the, you know, 29th pick or something like that. So, sure, I mean, if you're the Chiefs and you're sitting there going, oh, I mean, we ain't going to be drafting all that high, so might as, well, might as well give them this pick. Sure, I can see that. Um, I, I, yeah, I just – you know, is it a team that you're sitting there going, "Oh, this could be a top 15 pick"? I, I doubt that. You know, that's we're talking about it. This is going to be an offer from a serious contender that needs that has room and needs another player. That's how that's how I view this.
1: I don't think it's real at all. I think it's just, hey, let's say we have a first-round pick because somebody's going to give us a better pick. No. no, having to take his contract on in those two years and he's on a three-year downturn, someone's going to say, yeah, here's a really good first-round pick. No, I don't buy it.
8: Oh, I buy hey, it. look, look, I, I, if, if I was Kansas City, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate to give up a first-round pick. Yeah, the for, end of the round, yeah. sure. Sure, I mean, you know, you're going to be picking late after 25. So what's the what's the big deal? You know, I mean, at, at best you're going to be drafting 25, and you, you got to replace Watkins. And you know, like this is not a bad thing to do. You know, to go out and guy get a guy like that, keep him away from New England or some other you know competitive team in, in the AFC. That's there's nothing wrong with that, and. Yeah, you know, you're just loading up. I mean, look at look how much they loaded up on offensive line um, right. this offseason. They, they're they're sitting here going, can't, "We're not going through what we went through last year, where we blew uh, a championship opportunity. We're all in on this one." So, I think that they do this if they if they have a chance. 497 497 lateral are you guys going <laughs> to talk over each other all night? Is this what, what's well, we're favorite? not in the same room. Oh, from room the guy who wants to talk over all to, of us.
6: Yeah, you, we're waiting for you to have one more one-liner
8: at the end there. I keep trying. Whoa.
1: whoa. Jason Cole is our guest the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, so, Jay Cole, here's the thing now. Before we get to the Patriots, I got to okay. ask you this, because tell me the odds this is true. Today, Le'Veon Bell went all crazy on social media about his time with the Jets, answering questions, saying things, and he went on to say that the opponents knew the plays under Adam Gase, that they were calling out halfback dive or whatever it's going to be, and that's why he wasn't able to put up stats with the Jets. Um, You know, look, I – look, Adam Gase is terrible and I'm not going to defend him, but I I got a feeling that if that was the case, that that would have come out by now. I don't think it would have been Le'Veon Bell here months and months and months later going, oh yeah, they were calling out our plays to us. I got to think that would have come out already.
8: Probably. um, But, you know, look, I think that pretty much the play calls were either taco right or taco left. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like it wasn't real. It wasn't a really complicated you know playbook. So, I mean, people got, you know, like, yeah, maybe there was a burrito or two flying around in front of you, but I, yeah, I definitely think it was taco, you know, taco. Do, why didn't when, when, when Gates was there, why didn't they trade for taco Charlton? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or why, couldn't kind of, no, why, why couldn't they come up with some kind of
1: No, why couldn't they come up with a a Giveaway where it's like, hey When the opponent scores over 40 points Everybody gets free tacos And then, you know, then at least people would come to the it games And be okay might, That might have
8: bankrupted out. Woody Johnson That's, that's <laughs> <still> my problem <laughs>
1: Did you say when uh, the opponent scored 40 points Or when yeah. they did? No, no, okay. when the opponent scored 40 yeah, points okay. That way people can come to the game and leave going Well, I just watched the Jets get boat raced But at least I got free tacos
8: Absolutely, that's nah, good. That's a good move. <laughs> Le, Le, look, Le, Le'Veon Bell has has kind of made a mockery of like the last three years of his career. Like there was the whole thing we're going to hold up for the entire year because I'm going to cash in like crazy, and he basically got you know Mike McCagnin to bail him out, right? Um, with an offer where nobody else was bidding against the, the Jets, but the Jets decided up their their number. And he still didn't even get as much as he thought he was going to get. So that was a gigantic failure. He ended up on a team where the head coach didn't want him, and he didn't force his way out sooner so that people might actually want to get him thinking that it wasn't his problem. And, and look, I, Le'Veon Bell was a great player for a period of time, but you know, he cashed out. It's completely cashed out. So on yeah, I feel for you being stuck in with the Jets because you know, the Jets have you know, for fifty years been a dead end, you know a dead end team. I mean, just ask Jason Smith. You know, well,
1: not got fifty a, years, maybe like forty five out of fifty years, but not all fifty years.
8: When was the last time the last time your team was relevant it was nineteen sixty nine? Stop. Went to back to
1: back AFC title games in two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Woo.
8: Yippee! Yippee! How's the Super Bowl going since
1: then? Um, so, we won the most important one, and that was well, it was over fifty years hey, ago. The Colts so you hung a banner alive. for getting there. Come you on. were
8: not alive for that victory. It doesn't count for you. You don't get to count that. No, I'm sorry. Wow. You don't. It doesn't. What if my parents were planning
1: to have me? You know, they were. They were planning to have a family, and we're figuring out the right time. It doesn't matter, no, okay?
8: Yeah, okay, okay. Just it doesn't. Wh- when did your parents get married? By the way,
1: uh, they got married in
8: 1968, I believe. Yes. Wow! Right yeah. it's Joe was Joe, Joe, Joe Willie was putting that team on his back. Okay, my right, my dad
1: nice. said, "I'll marry you when the Jets go to the Super Bowl," and then look <laughs> like, what happened.
8: Well, like yeah, you're, you're, holy. Oh, never mind. Uh, (laughs) You want to get married? Yeah. If the Mets go to the World Series, we'll get married. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the parlay. Mets,
2: Jets,
8: 69. Here we go, baby. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Guess I got to get married now. Oh, my crap. What's going to happen here? Um, uh, So, yeah, you don't get to count the Jets. Um, Just to get back to the whole thing. Um, yeah, like you got you got two AFC championships games. Wow, that's NATO. Um, I, you know, I I just think that Le'Veon Bell is, I, I'm at the point where it's like you're a clown show. You deserve whatever you get. So don't tell me about, you know, how Adam Gase was so bad and that he's the one who killed your career. You bought into this when you decided to go play for the Jets. You couldn't, here's, the, by the way, just, just something to know, Le'Veon. You could have kept playing for the Steelers. That might have been a good decision. You know, you you, you might be on a road to maybe being a Hall of Fame player if you just kind of stuck it out and, and stayed there. You know, do you think that that might have helped you? Just, just wondering.
6: There you go. He just submarined his, the man's entire career calling him out on <laughs> national radio. And he took away the only high point. Of your professional football-watching life. But it's not his high take
8: point. You can't count a high point if you weren't alive. For no, that but that's what point. I mean.
6: Like, he, he'd counted it for 50 years, and now you you take it away. I mean, that's, that's yeah, a harsh I, reality. I,
8: I, I understand that, but this is like me saying, you know, that Koufax was my guy. You know, I no, I'm sorry. Well, actually, I was alive for a little bit of Koufax. But, like, I wasn't aware of, you know, like, baseball back then sorry I don't get to count that one I'm a Dodger fan but you know like I get Orel Hershiser. you know that's like that's what I get. Sorry. See, and, and it's he funny that me. you
6: bring him up because he hates Smith. Yeah. All right, let
8: me ask this <laughs> now, wait, question. Wait, no, I want to tell you, I yeah, tell yeah, you this. I t- get line. I mean, how many people? I mean, Jeff Fisher's right up at the top of that <laughs> list, too. Now, I do want to say this, J. Cole,
1: because, you know, you come on the show all the time, so I'm going to give you this as a freebie, okay? I'm going to give you this as a freebie.
8: Wow, this Here, is the first thing I've ever been given by the show. You got a sandwich.
1: sandwich. You got a sandwich. You signed a bad deal, okay? It's not my fault you signed a bad deal, all right? Uh, so, this this is about ooh, about 15 years ago maybe almost I'm, I'm interviewing Bubba Smith. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, Bubba Smith, who played on the Colts team that lost Super Bowl three to the Jets.
8: Really? And, oh, wow. And, uh, really? You, I, I didn't know that. I, well, that was, I got to explain it because well, not, America may not. You know, like I'm a Hall of Fame. But I, I vote for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I wouldn't know that Bubba Smith played in Super Bowl three like now. No, I wouldn't no
1: you that. wouldn't. Your job was to keep Drew Pearson out. And look, he got in. OK, so yeah, just, you had one job and you <laughs> failed at it.
8: All right. I won. I won. I did. I totally failed. I'm trying to get him out still. So, like, I'm, I'm we prevent this. I that's why I, I started COVID <laughs> to try and keep him out. Wow, that's,
1: that's, that's not nice. That's not all
8: right. Nice. That's just why that's so it just came to me. There we go. So, Bubba Smith, what in name so, story do you
1: have? So, so, I'm, so, I'm interviewing Bubba Smith, and it's for what it's for a, a clip show. Like, it, it was a sports list that aired on Fox for a long time. And it was uh-huh. one of those, you know, top 10 lists. Hey, the top 10 Super Bowls of all time, the top 10 this of all time. So, he came in and he's doing interviews. We were doing, you know, top 10 wide receivers of all time. He was going to sit down and talk about. Out a bunch of people for a while so we're doing top 10 super bowls and he starts telling me how super bowl three was fixed and he says everybody yeah. knew, and he said everybody knew, and it was fixed, and 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 even, you know, after the game was over, our party, our team party was awful. I wanted to – I almost fought a couple of people. I was really mad because we should have won the game, and, and everybody was in on it, and people knew it was fixed. And and I'm like, okay. So I'm kidding around with him, and I go, hey, Bubba, I'm a – I mean, I'm the biggest Jets fan in the world. You, you tell me this, you're, you're telling me my life is a lie. And I'm just trying to, you know, to lighten things up with having the conversation with him. And I said uh, – I said, I'm just trying to, you know, I, I, that's why, you know, if you tell me this, you tell my life is a lie. And he looked at me and says, well, your life is a lie. <laughs> wow. And I, wow. I had no idea where to go from that. I said, okay, let's, uh, let's talk about the top, uh, top ten all, uh, quarterbacks yeah, of all time. Okay? You, okay, yeah, you,
8: can't, you can't go any lower. You just, you, Bubba Smith. Because what are you going to say to Bubba Smith? Like you can't, you can't, you can't get into a fight with him. He's going to kill you.
1: Yeah. No, he was, it was, it, I, I was like, okay, all right. Th- thanks, Bubba. I appreciate that, buddy. Thanks, what, right, my just, my, my favorite
8: was when Bubba Smith came out with that kind of stuff and Don Shula heard that it was fixed and, ah oh, shula just hit the roof if he shula might have strangled bubba smith right there after, after that one that was classic he's like fix what the fuck uh, fix where my integrity uh, i'm Don shula what do you think it's like classic
6: that He's was the best Twitter. Don Shula impression you'll ever hear on radio. That was pretty good.
8: Uh, no, I, we used to. I used to do a pretty good Shula. Got, Shula was a
1: pirate, uh, apparently, before he because was a head coach oh, he in the NFL. Oh, can I tell you that? He Just had this
8: growl to him. He just had this like, How you doing? Arr, arr. Yeah, oh, it was. T-M-A-T-R. It was very much. A, it was very much a combination. It was like. A really uncool version of like Sinatra and Dean Martin trying to say hello like it was like he tried to play it off as cool he'd like kind of roll his hand over like to give you that side you know that hello from the side And "Eh, how you doing yeah eh." (laughs) and it was like you're just no you can't pull this off you don't you're just some guy from Painesville Ohio it just it doesn't work
1: He's on Twitter at JasonCole62. That is at JasonCole62, Pro Football Hall of Fame voter, the editor-in-chief of Fansided.com. And his new (laughs) book, well, not new. It's been out for a little while, but Elway, Relentless Life, available on Amazon, wherever you buy books. Uh, J. Cole, as always, uh, thanks for your time, my friend.
8: Later, guys. See Um, you, buddy. Have a good weekend.
1: (laughs) There goes Jason Cole. You never know what you're going to get with him.
5: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Right now, Clippers and the Mavs late in the second quarter tied at 57 apiece. Meanwhile, Boston trying to hold on against Brooklyn and keep this a series. 111-104, Celtics with the lead with just under five minutes left to go. Uh, Jason Tatum may have to score <laughs> 60. He's got 46 right now uh, to lead the Celtics. We'll have more on these games coming up in a few minutes. But, yes, I haven't avoided it. We just, you know, listen, we had football talk with Jason Cole. We had yeah. the Clippers starting out as bad as they hit. The Knicks lose tonight. 105-94, yeah. they trail the Hawks two games to one. Well, where am I with this? I'm glad you asked. Where am I with this? Julius Randle has you know, <laughs> Tyshirt blank you, man. You know You wouldn't even known the final score if I didn't just mention it right no now. No idea. You would have no idea. Nope. How to beat the Knicks. Well, number one. Make 60% of your three-pointers, which is what the Hawks did tonight, and yep. wait for Julius Randle to suck because apparently that's what's going on in the playoffs. He is, he is 13 for 54 from the floor this mm-hmm. series. In the first three games, he has 13 made field goals. He has been Terrible. And so is R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett's been bad too. These are your number. These are your top two offensive threats. And clearly, the difference in the game from the regular season to the playoffs is too much for both of these players. Julius Randle can't figure out a way to put the ball in the basket. Whether it's teams are flowing, uh, w- whether it's the Hawks are, are, are allowing him to go one on one, and then they're throwing a you know a, a kind of a double at him and forcing him into something uncomfortable. He's not been able to get in a rhythm. And I'm watching the Hawks just basically, whatever they throw at him, he doesn't seem to know exactly how to get out of it and and how to make the right play. The uptick in the play from the regular season to the playoffs has been too much for Julius Randle. The playoffs have been too much for him and this is why they're down 2-1. Because if he just has his average Julius Randle games, then the Knicks are up 3-zip in this series. Doesn't matter what's going. Doesn't matter what Trey Young is doing. And he was motivated tonight, 21-4 14 which is what's going to happen after a fan spits on you and you get to go home and you get to say blank you now i'm really going to give you guys something but if julius randall has just been the julius the average julius randall the knicks are up three zip in this series but he has stunk and clearly the playoffs are too much for him and and the uh, the ability and the responsibility what he has to handle is too much for him and I can't believe that the Knicks are sitting here going Derek Rose is going to save us I mean come on I mean, real. that's the Knicks right now Derek Rose is going to save us oh my goodness I mean really I I'm, I feel okay in the fact that Julius Randle can't really stink the rest of the series can he I mean eventually he's going to turn back into Julius Randle but to sit here and go hey you stink and and, and maybe Derek Rose can bring us a playoff victory I mean it's not 2011 to come on it's 2020 yeah, he here's the day. or that's just the
6: problem. to do it. Yeah, you but that's it. He's the only guy that showed up. 33-6 or 36 and 5 on the night 13 of 21 from the field. The rest of the Knicks combined shot 27% from the field. And here's the other st- statistical anomaly that is going to stand out in this one. They also shot 30 free throws. They went 27 of 30 from the free throw line. Normally, that means you win in a cakewalk, not when you allow the opponent to shoot 60% uh, from, from three-point range. Out-rebound, all these other things. Shooting-wise, just absolutely pathetic, and, and Trey Young had his way. Uh, the the Knicks, the defense did work, because that's the thing. The, the Hawks aren't exactly known for defense. They were 18th in defensive efficiency this year, Jason Smith. Your, mm. your goose is cooked. We'll find that other
1: shooter. I'll tell you. Well, we will, we'll get that shooter. Don't worry. It's going to happen. But right now, it's like, really? <laughs> Derek Rose, save us because Julius Randle stinks. I uh, didn't think that was going to be the strategy. Playoff start, uh, baby. Yeah. More on the night in the NBA, the big night, coming up next right here, Fox.
2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Do you love Selena?
4: Like, really love?
3: Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.
4: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon.
3: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
7: MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is
4: start listening